you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. From grandmothers who whispered in their baby girl ear to fathers on dimly lit street corners instructing young soldiers to always keep their eyes open. You be queen. You were fire. You were passed through centuries on the hands of your daughters. They called you wisdom. Proverbs. On the backs of diamond-eyed school children who grew into hymnals recited by amethyst-holding urban philosophers who recited neighborhood commandments out of the windows of restored El Camino chariots to keep the warmth in their blood. Be wise. Be smart. Be black opal, brown quartz, bloodstone, and prayer. Be every form of gem. See, king told scribe, scribe told son, son told wife, wife told her daughter, and daughter told the ancestors, and the ancestors told me that you would come to give wisdom to thousands. They said you would come, dropping gem, dropping gem. Hi, welcome back. It is the Dropping Gems podcast. I'm Debbie Brown. This is technically our first show of the new season. Um, I've been playing a couple replays. I shared a meditation. Uh, and now we are really in the thick of it. So it took me a little bit of time to get started for this new season because I decided I desperately needed <laughs> a little bit of a hiatus. Um, it's been a long couple of years, you know, and this last year especially, I felt like I was having quite a bit of output um, and that mixed with life, mixed with new curiosities that I have and some new adventures, I decided I really wanted to take my time shaping up this next season. So I'm excited for everything that uh, is coming. I, I want to deep dive into some new curiosities this season of the show and also kind of go a little bit deeper in some areas that I haven't shared yet. So first, I would love to catch up. Um, I did something that felt so, so, so good in December, and I've kind of let it run its own pace. 
I've kind of let it unfold into what it wants to be. And this is all around my relationship with social media. (laughs) I've been having a lot of thoughts about social media lately. And one, I really wanted to fine tune my own recipe with social media. I enjoy it, um, but I don't love posting and I don't love kind of announcing and um It just doesn't fit the flow of my personality, Um, especially with the work that I do. I was trying to find a way of like how, what, what feels the most serving? What feels the most sustainable in this relationship that I've been having um, with social media for really the last decade? And I think coming into that thought first and foremost was something that was um, really interesting for me, you know, and, and all the studies of how our brains function, a lot of conversation is rooted in our neurological pathways and the way that we relate to ourselves, the way we make decisions, the way that we have emotional regulation and, and, you know, all the settings of those foundations um, in our early life. And I was thinking about the fact that I'd been on social media now for over a decade which feels so crazy. I remember the first day I signed up for MySpace and then Twitter. <laughs> um, and you know, that's, that's really something for us to start thinking about. Um, and not just in terms of, oh yeah, I'm addicted to social or yeah, I just, you know, you do it so mindlessly, you just start scrolling, but really looking at the effect that it's having on our neurological pathways, the effect that it's having on our brains and our ability to make long-term decisions for our lives and the ways that we equate to ourselves, to our identities, to our worth, to our families, to our purpose, to our lives based on the lens of social media. Um, So that's something that was on my mind quite a bit. So in December, I decided I wanted to take a break and I've taken social media breaks before But I recognized there was a new way that I wanted to do it because I felt like even if I took a break and I was like, yeah, I'm not posting, I might still hop on occasionally and still take in, right? I might still check in on friends or do a five-minute mindless scroll. Um, And this time I wanted to really know what it felt like to be back in life pre-social media. So I decided to um, stop posting for a couple of months And also to unfollow every single person that I followed on my page. And at first, I it actually was such an interesting uh, observation for me to see the areas that felt tight about unfollowing people. I think at the time I started, I was following maybe like 1,800 people, something like that, 2,000. And it was such a mixture of you know, people that were in my life, people that weren't in my life, people that had never been in my life, people that had stopped being in my life, you know, and and something I was thinking quite a bit about was this is a lot of information to be taken in all the time. And I don't just mean information in terms of like, I log on, I'm seeing articles, I'm seeing news stories, I'm seeing, you know, announcements, things that people are up to. But I also mean the idea that I'm staying connected to people that don't actually have presence um, or impact in my life. And this is not a judgment. It's just an observation. But I am equipped with the nuance of everything about their daily lives. 
and they're equipped with the same about me. And I just thought there's not room in my brain for that. And there also doesn't have to be a judgment around, well, we got along really good. They're really nice. Or, well, we follow each other. I don't want to unfollow them. You know, and I just had to sit and think, but what do I want to craft with my day? What is the influence that I want to have in my life in in many moments? So, for instance, me personally, um, in my adult life, I've lived in a few different states and I click really easily with people. I'm definitely an extrovert. I love connecting with people. And when I started going through my follower, the list of people I was following, I was like, oh, yeah, I followed that person 12 years ago because I met them at this party and we connected, but we actually never spoke again. Um, But, you know, we hop on with likes or with, you know, random comments. And I thought to myself, but is it necessary, right? Like this person seems wonderful. We did connect, but it never manifested. It was just not in our our divine plan that we were actually going to be in each other's pathways. So is it necessary to stay connected or could I create space for more? Could I create more space in my mind, in my heart, in my energetic body um, for maybe having more room to be actively engaged in the lives of people I see, people I know, right? So that was the first train of thought. Then the second train of thought creeps in and it's like, well, yeah, but what if you are meant to do something in the future? You know, you want to stay connected. It's kind of like that networky train of thought, right? Um, and so I, I kind of spent some time evaluating that. And I'm like, well, I'm not really, I'm not really in need of networking in that way and the way that I live my life and I'm kind of in my work in this moment. And then I was like, but you know God, and if you're destined to do anything with anyone, no matter if you've unfollowed them, no matter if time has passed, that is going to happen. Um, so one of the things that was interesting about this exercise in social media was also how much back and forth I had to do about it in my own mind. So even observing that was such a learning. <laughs> it was it was such an interesting practice to have. So ultimately, I ended up following every single person that I followed. And what that did and what felt really good about that was in the one or two times that I did want to creep on Instagram and just like open the app because my fingers just were used to it. The second I flipped it open, there was literally nothing to see. There was nothing on my feed, not one post. All I had was my own page. And so then I quickly got off. It's like, hey guys, nothing to see here. So That for me was what clicked this experiment into place and let it have a lot of flow and let me connect to a true detox um, because I also got to start from scratch again. And so that felt really good, you know, evaluating, well, I've been on some of these apps for 12 years and I've just been kind of adding to the noise and adding to the clutter, but I want to be back in choice. I kind of, I want to co-create. I want to craft what my social media experience is and not make it just this kind of mutation of 12 years of people, places, and things. Um, I wanted to start following based on who was naturally in my consciousness. So that's how I started following people back as um, people would kind of cross my mind. I'd be like, oh, okay, let me see. Um, and I'm still doing that. I decided to take my time and not just say, let me do a big follow back. So I think I'm following 
a hundred and something people now, maybe 200 people. And I might add to that, um, but I'm definitely going to take my time. And that's been feeling really good. And I've also decided to still not actively engage with the timeline of seeing people's posts. Um, and that's been feeling really good. And so there's a couple places I landed with this break that I had. Uh, I ended up existing like that for a couple of months and I, I popped back on in February. And it really, one of the things that I love the most was that it was changing the way that I related to time in my day-to-day life. So my day-to-day started feeling um, so much more creative. And I really recognized that, that, that deep creativity, that exciting creativity that was coming out of me, it was really rooted in the fact that I wasn't being, one, constantly stimulated by other things, and two, constantly influenced And I don't just mean that in the, you know, influencer kind of way of, hey, I'm shopping you some product or, you know, I'm trying to do marketing for this company. But I mean along the lines of even the day-to-day things of seeing what someone is wearing, seeing what someone is eating. You know, I'm not taking in. I'm just kind of existing and floating in and relaxing in my own natural creativity, curiosity, um, train of thought, art, you know, and I didn't know how bad I needed that until I did it. So I ended up emerging highly creative. I ended up starting this separate little art project for myself where now I take, um, one shot photos candids of people in my life in real time. Um, Because another thing that I started noticing was I want the real legacy of my life to exist somewhere, even if it's just for my son. You know, I don't want my story to just be the way that I've crafted my Instagram and the way that people are perceiving me based on that. A little more contrived view, right? It's still my life, but it's Instagram is maybe one to 5% of what my actual life looks like. And I wanted to start really seeing all of my life, but in a way that was just for me, not on display for, you know, anyone, anyone, just for me, just for me. And maybe my descendants, if they so wish. Um, But I wanted a real authentic look at what my days were made up of. Um, and what I naturally found interesting, not what I thought other people would find interesting to or relate to as well, you know? So yeah, that's where I am with that. And it's feeling really good. And it was also so, so, so interesting watching any charge that came up when I clicked unfollow. You know, I really didn't allow myself to say, what if that person gets mad? And, and the whole thing of it, Um, only one person out of maybe 2000 people that I unfollowed, one person only actually reached out to me about it via text and was like, Hey, I noticed you unfollowed me. Um, I thought we were good. I want to know what's going on. And so that gave me an opportunity to kind of understand what this feeling is, or even some of my own feelings when I've been unfollowed, what that feels like and brings up. And so I kind of took a breath and I just said, hey, yeah, I'm doing something different and we are absolutely good. You know, there is, I hope you're doing amazing. It's so nice to hear from you, but yeah, I'm doing something different with my Instagram now and I'm just really trying to connect with 
people that I'm either currently working on projects with or that um, I talk to pretty regularly, but it's so nice to hear from you. And I just left it at that. And I got a little bit of pushback. I got a couple texts back that were just like, oh, well, I don't, well, I thought, you know, everything was cool and I like looking at you and, and it's okay. You know, it's okay for that person, for anyone to feel uncomfortable about my choice. That's okay too. So yeah, all around, it was a really, really fun um, kind of spiritual experiment for myself. And I think I'm going to do a lot more of it. I really, really, really like the space that I've created on social media. And then I ended up going Twitter crazy. Um, I fell back in love with Twitter and I just started tweeting thoughts all the time. So uh, I'm having a little bit of fun over there too, if you're on Twitter. (laughs) So that's how I kicked off my year and kicking off 2022 like that felt delicious. It felt so good. It felt so good. I feel really clear. I feel really connected to my purpose in new ways and my personal mission in life. So I've been having all of these thoughts about purpose come up and we'll talk about that a little bit more on this show. So I jumped the gun a little bit too. I, I want to start every episode now kind of creating a container for what our conversation is going to be and what our show is going to be. And so I'm going to start every show by pulling a card from my Karma Bliss deck. Um, I have this affirmation deck I created uh, that's really beautiful. It has some gorgeous designs on it, but we keep selling out really fast, <laughs> like in four hours. So I hope to get a small batch up for sale again um, within the next month or so. But one of the cards that I pulled from there has an affirmation that I wrote that's in my book, Crystal Bliss. And I shuffled my deck before I hit record and I picked a card. And the affirmation on the card is this. I create peace in my life by exploring the root of my thoughts and feelings. I create peace in my life by exploring the root of my thoughts and feelings. Um, And yeah, so that's the affirmation. And the way that I use this deck is I usually pick a card at the top of every day And I read it and I take a breath and I might do a meditation. Um, And I let my, I let it kind of really sink into my subconscious um, and see what needs to be lifted to the surface. What could come into my mind's eye for observation? Um, What, what is some deep in knowing I could have access to? Or what's a new thought entirely that could emerge uh, from this this catalyst of thought. So these can also be used as journal prompts. And when I pull a card, I kind of look at it as setting a container for the show. So I'll do this a little bit earlier in the show next time. I kind of really got going immediately. Yeah, it's always interesting to see what comes forward when we let spirit kind of tap in. Uh, And so I pulled that card. Again, I create peace in my life by exploring the root of my thoughts and feelings And it's interesting because right after I pulled that card, I instantly went into talking on the show. But a lot of what I expressed was just what this this influence, um, this catalyst of thought was. Exploring the root of my thoughts and feelings in everything. And I think that's the secret. I get that question a lot. You know, I get, well, what's the hack? Well, how do I start the work? You know, um, well, well, how do I change? How do I get to this? And 
my my deepest belief is one meditation you have to create a space of silence to be with yourself in new ways to be with the deepest truest parts of who we are outside of society and outside of our family structures outside of our own thoughts but then also it's the self-inquiry it's the being willing to be really honest with you no matter what that answer is you know it's the ability to Ask yourself a question, come up with an answer, and then ask yourself another question about that answer. And so in the in the top part of the show, that's that's even how I, I think I was kind of expressing my social media break. It was really all around. Okay, well, I'm feeling uncomfortable as I unfollow people. It's bringing up some stuff in me. So what's that feeling? And why do I feel like this? Oh, that's why. Okay. And then that leads you to another thought, and then you investigate that thought, and then that leads you to another thought, and then you investigate that thought. Um, And you go as far down the rabbit hole as you wish in each moment. You know, there's always more available to us, but that is such a powerful practice to be in process with in every moment of every single day. So that is the kickoff to my 2022. Um, I did some really fun things too since I last spoke with you guys that I, I'd love to share. Um, I've been spending a lot more time in Mexico. I split my time in the Baja of Mexico and I do a lot of my my work there, a lot of the private work that I do with clients um, and, and different curriculums that I build. I do while I'm in the Baja. And then I also spent a lot of time in Atlanta recently. I found myself um, in Atlanta actually a couple times a month. Um, And that was a lot of fun. I hadn't spent a lot of time in Atlanta since I was younger. Back when I worked in hip hop and in the music industry, I used to go to music conferences and studio sessions and spend so much time in Atlanta. But I hadn't been in years. And I went back and I was teaching with this incredible organization called Overtime. Um, They are doing just monumental work uh, in the sports world, especially for young athletes. And I had a chance to teach this group of elite young athletes for a semester. And we worked on so many things, emotional regulation, um, mindfulness, purpose. And it was really, really, really powerful. And I was so inspired by everyone um, that I connected to. But I also got to get to know Atlanta a little better. And that was fun. I spent a lot of time in Decatur. Um, I spent some time in Midtown. And I felt like I had a completely new understanding of the magic that happens there. Um, I had known it in a different way, which was kind of like... uh, You know, it was like very turn. It was very Magic City. It was very, you know, um, very party, very food, really about kind of like the big good time. And this last this last several times that I was in Atlanta, I got to see some of the sweetness of it, some of the quiet of it, some of, you know, the history of it and the art and the creativity in the city. So that was really dope. Shout out to anybody that is listening that is from Atlanta. I had an amazing time um, back and forth there this last couple of months. I also did, um, I had an amazing experience recently with my divine sisters, Queen Afua and Leila Delia. And I did an opening prayer at Queen Afua's Sacred Woman graduation that she held. And she's been doing this work for so, so, so long. Such a pioneer 
of healing for women, of ascension for women. Justin, Queen is just an absolutely epic, epic, majestic woman and being and such a gift to earth. And I had the chance to, um, she asked me if I would do the opening prayer at the graduation. And I was just, I felt so honored. So I went and shared a prayer and I got to hear the amazing stories, amazing stories, powerful, powerful, powerful stories of every woman in the world and every woman that said yes to their calling and yes to their journey. And there was also a a sacred men's group there that was really powerful to be a witness of. So these are all just some of the things that have been getting me going um, the last couple of months since the top of the year and things that I'm feeling really inspired by. And I also, you know, I'm looking forward to this this new season of the podcast, really exploring themes of divine masculinity, divine femininity, um, psychedelics, more plant-based medicine conversations, alchemy, what it really is to transmute trauma, transmute energy, um, and come into a space of really being this powerful co-creator. I want to tell more stories about that this year. I want to talk more about cannabis and even cannabis trauma. Um, Cannabis has been a really important part of my self-care the last couple of years, and I want to talk to more in that field. So we have that planned coming up. Um, So many, so many beautiful offerings and medicines that I'm excited to share. I want to talk more about pleasure this season. I did an episode last year called um, Sexual Healing where I talked to a good friend, Simone Farshi, who is a sexologist and pleasure coach. And I want to have more conversations like that. So we will be doing that this year from a women's standpoint, from a men's standpoint. And there is just, there's so many things to unfold. There's so many gifts for us on this journey. So another piece of the show that uh, I'm going to be transitioning to a little bit is Every episode, we're going to connect with an affirmation card. We're going to connect with some soul work and we're going to connect with our different chakra points. And so this is a way to subtly layer a question that comes forward quite often every day is, can you show me how to be on this journey? Can you show me what books to read? Can you show me, you know, what should I be doing about this? What should I be doing about that? And I found that the best way to approach it, because it does feel like such a mountain sometimes to get started, to explore, is to really layer the process. You approach it in small bite-sized ways, but in very multifaceted ways at the same time. So I'm going to start layering every episode just like that with our soul work, with our affirmation. We'll be having intentions crystals for every episode, um, different chakra points that we're connecting to for every episode so that we can really, as we connect on the show, as you listen to the show, you just have the opportunity to sink into our bodies a little bit more, um, to shine light in different crevices, just a little bit more. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. 
<laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Dropping gem. As we wrap this episode today, I really want to sit in some meditation for just a moment together and then we'll kick off our soul work and today's soul work is going to be a little simpler but i definitely recommend getting a journal we're going to connect to thoughts about purpose today and we're just going to start some of that dialogue a big theme for me uh, this month on my social media is inspired action inspired action Having that spark, having the thing that is bigger than us that gives us enough gravity to the way that we experience ourselves, that we're willing to take action for more. So we'll sit in that and take a second now and just get nice and comfortable. So if you are seated, 
settle in a little more deeply into that seat. If you happen to be driving, listening to the show, um, maybe consider saving this part for later um, or just make sure that you're feeling really connected to both the road um, as you hear my voice. I don't want you to get too blissed out because <laughs> that really can happen. Um, truly, that is something to consider. So as you sit more comfortably, if you're able and if it's safe, I want you to allow yourself to close your eyes for just a moment. Connect to your breath. Take a deep breath in. Deep breath out. And you're just noticing right now how that feels in your body, in your chest. Where are you feeling that breath? Take a moment and connect to that place in your body. And now take a moment and connect with the energy of your crown chakra or crown chakra and maybe there is a feeling of violet or purple coming into your awareness the color of our crown right at the top of our heads and you may wish to even let your hand grace the top of your head not a lot of pressure just lightly just feel it Our crown is our highest connection point to source, to God, to the universe. Our crown is where the light enters first, where the wisdom comes in, where the deeper knowing, where a lot of our gifts can come online and begin to have this open entryway, this portal into the rest of our being, into the rest of our chakras. You know, it's interesting, the crown chakra, right? We think of an actual crown, we think of royalty, we think of kings, we think of queens. We think of wisdom, we think of power, we think of higher authority. You know, and that is the connection space that we're able to tap into that higher authority in our lives, creating that space for more. Because when we make space, We're then in choice with what do we fill that space with? Maybe we don't rush to fill it. You know, maybe we take our sweet time and collect this piece and then that piece and really craft the space. And now settling back in, and if you want to drop your hand down, if it was raised, go ahead and let that fall back down to your lap, hands in an upward-facing position. And if we think about that affirmation, 
towards the beginning of the show. I create peace in my life by exploring the root of my thoughts and feelings. I want you to allow yourself to notice what is the prevailing thought that keeps coming forward right now? Whatever that is, for each of us, it will be different. Don't think too deeply about it. Allow what wants to emerge to come forward. You know what it is. Accept the thought. What's an emerging thought that really wants to come forward about anything? But it's very clear that this is ready to come to the surface. And as that emerging thought comes forward, I want you to allow yourself to have access to it without judgment. So you don't have to push it away. You don't have to judge yourself for it. You don't have to judge your life for it. This can be something coming forward that is ancient inside of you. Something that has been part of your spiritual curriculum for a long time. It can be sometimes challenging or painful experiences or memories or current current stress or drama. It can also be something really loving, something really exciting, something that is in your life that has a lot of depth and meaning. Whatever it is, we're just noticing it. And your soul work, your soul work will be to spend some time journaling to that emerging thought today. And I want you to journal to it today, whether that is a bullet point, couple sentences, whether that's a paragraph, whether that is a free form, full page of writing, whatever comes forward, don't stop yourself. Let the flow come in. I want you to just write and dump on the page whatever comes forward. Then tomorrow, I want you to read what you wrote. And I want you to write down the newer emerging thought that stemmed from that previous thought. Okay? And then put it down. And then the next day, I want you to read that page. And I want you to write a new, a refined, a deepened view of what you had previously written down. So do you see the trail I'm building here, right? We are learning and we are practicing and mastering our ability to deep dive in ourselves, our ability to get to that original wound for its freedom. We keep that investigation going, but we do it gently. So we write down our thoughts without judgment. Then we take a beat, we take a breath, we reread it, see what comes forward. We write down new emerging thoughts about the same thing. And then we do that again. And we repeat as needed. And we sit with that thought. And sometimes the trouble is the thought emerges and we run from it. And so we stay stuck at the initial thought that is full of charged but no self-investigation, no solution, no wisdom. But by staying with the thought, by being willing to see it and to continue to be with it and then be with it in new refined ways as we grow, 
we get to the deepest truth of who we are and where our freedom has been hiding and how we can access it. So go ahead now and let yourself gently open your eyes as you feel comfortable if they were closed and just sit with that and don't give yourself pressure today. Just sit with it and be gentle as you write. This is not something you can get right or wrong. I will not be grading a test. This is just for you at your own pace, but this is one of the paths to get to the deeper truth of who we are and the deeper calling of who we are. And when we pick up next episode, we'll talk more about that, the deeper calling, the deeper truths, connecting to purpose. All right, I'm back. Love y'all. Talk to you next time. It's the Dropping Gems podcast. Peace, peace, peace. Hey, find me on social. Let's connect. At Debbie Brown, that's Twitter and Instagram, or go to my website, DebbieBrown.com. And if you're listening to this show on Apple Podcasts, please, please, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And send this episode to a friend. Dropping Gems is a production of iHeartRadio and the Black Effect Network. It's produced by Jacquees and me, Debbie Brown. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.